Hello there, nerds, and welcome to Crit Chat, where a group of DMs get together every other week and discuss the important things in life, like all the hijinks that we get up to. Hi, guys. What hijinks have you been up to this week? I didn't know what this intro was going to be. Working six days. That's... Yeah, uh, I don't know if that's And I'm about hijinks. to work six more days, and then I'll be on vacation for a week. Ooh. I mean, Australia's still in quarantine. Sorry, Victoria, the state of Australia, I mean, is still mm. in quarantine, so none. none hi- <laughs> hijinks in quarantine. All, my whole quarantine was nothing but hijinks. I mean, you're assuming I've got energy for hijinks anymore. That's very true. Right. That's... Hi everyone, my name is Ismay Hutton and you're watching Crit Chat. It's a show where a bunch of people talk about D&D and this is my super cool intro. Yes, because they watch this medium. This is a visual yeah, medium. Say. This, I, hey, 10 out of 10, Emily did the best hijinks. <laughs> Thank you, other Ismay. Uh, but this week we have with us Emily Kuklinski. I'm not used to always going first in the name order, but I'm happy to be here. <laughs> uh, we also have with us Heather. Hello. <laughs> and we have Caillou. Coming in lucky last. <laughs> oh, well, no, uh, excuse you. You have also me as your host, Ismay Hot. I forgot about you. Ismay lasts forever. <laughs> uh, but this week we are talking about Rangers, baby, and I'm excited because I love Rangers Despite everything. <laughs> right? Despite everything, I love the Rangers. Um, cool. But I'm going to do a thing where I roll the dice so we know who's going to talk about Rangers first. Oh, yeah, because I'm not a newbie, so I don't automatically go yeah, first. Yeah, you're, you're not Sacrificial Lab anymore, baby. <laughs> uh, first up is Emily Kuklinski. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> go first in the name order. I have to go first. The universe heard you. This means that you get to say all the easy stuff and then just leave it for the rest of the people. I have mm-hmm. been burnt by that before. Yeah. <laughs> Rangers have swords. They also have stealth. Both are useful Not in the Dungeons and Dragons. No, I know. In any way, the things that people think about with Rangers. No. Are you sure you're not thinking of fighter and rogue? I was thinking of Aragorn. (laughs) All right, okay. All right, that's fair. All right, back on your wave brain. Okay, but we're not doing Lord of the Rings, which I wish we were, but we're doing D&D. And most people don't... I had to remind myself earlier this week that Aragorn is a ranger. But Legolas is who we think of as a ranger. Well, that's one of the issues with rangers is like their core story is kind of... Not universally recognized by everybody in the fantasy mm-hmm. like fantasy scene. A lot of people, when they think ranger, come up with different ideas to what D&D represents. Yeah. Just because there are lots of ideas of what ranger should be. And so that yeah. makes the class... It, it puts the class in a weird spot where it can never really please everybody, can it? Like Emily here. Yeah, but let's come yeah. back to me. Uh, <laughs> this podcast is all about me. And what I understand about rangers is that... I love this. I don't know. You should probably talk to somebody else because I know probably the least about rangers. You, oh, no, you no, no, could no. have a, a trivia off between Isve and me at the end of this episode. I need to know every single thing that you know about rangers immediately and right now. <laughs> Okay, they are usually used offensively. Oh, I thought you were meaning like offensively. Like, <laughs> I try to say offensive a lot. I was like, that sounds bad. Uh, and uh, ask me any question, I'll answer it about Rangers. Ask me uh, any question. What's their hit does? They have one. You know what? Not wrong. <laughs> I, I, I think. <laughs> I, I think it's an eight. <gasps> it's, it's it's not. Mm-hmm. 
No. I'm right. Next I'm question, not. please. What are the rangers' saving throws, Ellie? <laughs> they have them as well. Uh, not also that's the true. Thing, is that sometimes classes don't have certain things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they do have saving throws. I'm going to assume strength is one of them, mm-hmm. and uh, sexiness is the other. No. Right? <laughs> um, stealth. <laughs> that's not a saving throw. Uh- <laughs> But for those who, again, can't see, uh, Ismay might be miming answers, and it's not exactly No, I don't, think, I don't think that the people need to... I've never played a ranger! There! I, I said it! I've never done it I before. also did not... I didn't know how to mime dexterity, so I tried to pick a lock and then shoot a bow and arrow, and neither were good. Dexterity! I would, oh, that's what you're going for. Yeah, I, I would like it to be known that me trying to pick a lock was what Emily was like, oh, probably sexiness proficiency, so we've learned a lot of things today. <laughs> that needs to be a thing, though. Proficiency in sexy, Because charisma is used for so much, but sexiness, sometimes, it just needs to be its own its own category. Most of the charisma things are just like, uh, apart from, like, spell crap, like intimidation and shit. Mm-hmm. I, where's my sexy category? Heck you. <laughs> bring me sexier, bring me nothing. Performance, maybe? Like... But yeah, that's, that's, what I know, that's what I know and love about rangers. That's all of the stuff that I I know that's all the stuff that I love. You're all welcome. Very excellent. Oh hey, Emily, just real quick, if if you want to say uh, their hit dice is a D10, I can dub that in, just so it makes you right. The, <laughs> is that right? <laughs> no, no, you all said right. a D8, which is not correct. Okay, hey guys, uh, here, uh-huh. fix it in post. Yeah, I'll hey, do this post. I, I do absolutely with 100% accuracy uh-huh. know exactly what their hit dice is. Do you want to hear what it is? What is it, Emily Kuklinski? Mm-hmm. It's a D10! I thought you were going to get that wrong. Oh, that is 100% correct. Excellent. (laughs) I was going to say a D4. I can redo that again if you want me to. (laughs) We just need dubs of Emily saying every single die die option as the episode goes through and it just redoes it. Fine, which was that? Oh, real quick, I need a soundbite of you saying it's no, it's D69. (laughs) Just because I think that maybe that's a funny one for us to use. Okay. Rangers use a D69. Good. So, okay. Well, one of those is going to be funny. (laughs) D4. D6. Uh. D8. D12. Oh, D10 is also another one. Uh, That is the one. (laughs) The right one again, somehow. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Roll it again. Uh, Next up is Ismay. It's me. I love Rangers. I just love them. So <laughs> my first ever D&D character was, well, first ever real D&D character is a ranger. Uh, I love her more than anything. I use her to work through a lot of trauma, which is, you know, just a thing you do sometimes. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she, uh, I, I'm using the uh, revised ranger for her because it's fun, wanted to do that, made that happen. And I started playing as this character I think nearly 10 years ago now and now after as of like last week she's now level 12 (laughs) just over one level a year Uh, we've also taken a couple of years break in the middle there sometimes but it still does equate to we've gone a level a year so that's fun (laughs) 
so yeah, Ranger, Rangers are one of my favorites, mostly because nostalgia, uh, and I love this character, and so I love Rangers, and also because I am not very much of a um, power gamer. I don't know if that's come across <laughs> in all of Crit Chat things that we've done with what? Dungeons and no. Dragons. I don't understand power gaming. However, I have seemingly stumbled upon making her just a nightmare <laughs> of murder, and I love that. <laughs> she is essentially, at, with the things that I have taken, cannot miss, and also does extreme amounts of damage every time. <laughs> How easy is she to be hit, though? Oh, easy, but she stays very far back. So mm, I, I okay. spent a lot of time shooting someone and then <laughs> hiding behind three-quarters cover. Anyway, that I love Rangers. Um, <laughs> Uh, that is all. Uh, next up, Heather. Rangers, question mark? Rangers, yes. Okay, so my favorite, one of my favorite characters I've ever played is a drow ranger in 4th edition, which a lot of people don't like 4th edition, and I'm not going to get into that argument right now, but <laughs> her as a ranger was a beautiful, beautiful, chaotic mess because I never wanted to play her as a ranger. I am the worst about I'm going to pick somebody that's going to be in the background so no one shoots them and then I'm going to run into melee range and punch them. Like, this isn't a good combo. But (laughs) rangers in 5th edition, I think, have a lot of really, really, really cool potential if you get yourself out of the mindset that they're a basic bitch class. I have listened to quite a few now play through D&D podcasts, and I love the ranger characters because the players are specifically like, I'm not just going to shoot and hide. Instead, I'm going to use this ability and this ability, and they're playing off of a pretty blank canvas character. I do think that a ranger multiclassed with something else also has a lot of potential. I love the idea of a ranger into druid, which would make a lot of sense. Hey, Heather, that's literally yeah. what I just did with my for my character. I... It's my favorite thing. I'm very happy for her. <laughs> She's my sweet angel and she deserves magic. I love that that exists because the core thing for a lot of rangers is that they're very attuned with nature, which means if you want them to be able to do more, it makes sense for them to have attuned and now they have magic. Eh, uh, Kai. Rangers question mark. Yeah, so I I find there's like an unfortunate amount of confusion about the ranger subclass. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that we proved that we know like as a group everything that there is to know about rangers. So like we just listed all of their stats, all yeah. of yeah. their potential directions yeah, yeah, yeah. that you can take them, all of the numerical things that you need to know about them. Their D12 hit dice. For- <laughs> For, like, those losers in the audience that don't know everything, like, all of us obviously know, I guess you may continue. (laughs) Go on, Kai. I think a lot of it comes from the fact that they're called rangers, which sounds silly, but it implies all sorts of things to do with ranged combat, Mm. which isn't actually the origin of the word. Uh, The term ranger comes from the term to range, which means to travel over the land. And so it is about wilderness survival and traversing environments and stuff like that and so the class isn't supposed to be like a a user bow character even though it kind of does want you to be but it kind of doesn't and so thus adding to more confusion the ranger has spellcasting even though aragorn didn't hence my confusion more confusion (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah and in terms of the player's handbook like description at the start let's say like why they have spells it basically just says they have spells Kind of like how druids do. Weird. And that's all that's really written on the matter. And we're like, okay, but 
Still, why though? That. Why do they have spells? Where does their magic come from other than it's a bit like druids? One thing we haven't touched on yet is the perception that rangers are incredibly weak. Probably the weakest of the 30 classes. Out of interest, if not ranger, then who? <sighs> Uh, lots of pe- lots of people say monk. Um, I cannot say, again. I've been over monks before. I cannot give monks any more because of that time that the monk in my party murdered me in one hit. It was the worst day yeah. of my life. Uh, monks are fine. I think monks become a glass cannon though, which is like if you take them out, they're out. You can't hit them though. You can never hit them, little bastards, little bastard bitches. I'm back. Anyway, rangers. <laughs> yeah. I'm salty. I think that's my I think that's my main point though, like uh and it's sort of a wider issue of just the the discourse around which classes are weak and strong and all mm-hmm. of that. It really for the most part, people are talking about which classes are strong in a particular style of play being the most common style of play, which is where encounters are generally quite easy to overcome, and the players aren't really in any danger of failing, and so being good at the game is killing the bad guys quickly and impressively, in which case Classes that do a lot of damage quickly, like paladins or rogues or spellcasters like sorcerers and wizards, tend to do that really well. And other classes which are better at sustained damage, like monks or rangers, while they're not in any danger of failing, don't look as flashy. Mm -hmm. And so they get deemed as weak, which is a weird thing to say. Yeah. If you're playing in a different style of game where maybe optimization actually matters or tactics actually matter, the, the entire dynamic changes. And what was traditionally weak is now strong, or what was traditionally strong is now weak because you've used all your resources on four divine smites in one attack or whatever. Yeah, I just think the, the whole online discourse of rangers are just definitely weak and you should never play them is naive at best. Yeah. I was just thinking about with Aragorn, like how even though he's literally a ranger that is his stated position in life, um, I think if someone were to try to come up with a Aragorn character, they would probably try to go towards something like fighter and not ranger because i think we view his character as good in combat really good in melee and then at least for me my mental image is that legolas is a ranger and he has specific cool stunts but most of the time it's just he's really good with a bow and i think that's where we've at least our generation of visual for a character is we view ranger as legolas not as aragorn when the answer is you can have a character Mm. that's either one of them and something completely different and there's still argument to be made again that both of them should be fighters because none of them cast i would like to make an argument yes uh correct me if i'm wrong Uh it's been a while since i've looked at rangers (laughs) i i would also like to say that i didn't i i told them if they could find someone (laughs) who wanted to talk rangers more than me that they could talk to look like normally i'm the person that's here being like i don't know diddly shit about this and that's my role but i know things about this so i need someone that makes me look good this time so welcome (laughs) emily you're (laughs) it is today (laughs) (laughs) thank you she already claimed it at the beginning too i I did she literally introduced (laughs) yourself as that (laughs) now if if i if i got this right so rangers Uh, are are they stealthy boys right they are stealthy boys well or are they charismatic they can be yeah especially in the woods they're very good at survival survival. okay so rangers can one of their skills that they can choose as part of their class is stealth Mm -hmm. though a few classes get that should have high decks well unless they don't they can take strength (laughs) or decks Lots of rangers take decks because they're probably using a bow because they saw the word range in the name. Mm -hmm. Let's be real. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, it's pretty common 
for you to have high stealth as a ranger, but not mandatory. Rangers also get access to the Pass Without a Trace mm-hmm. spell, which is excellent stealth for spell. Mm-hmm. Bell for stealth. Okay, so now that I'm starting to learn more about rangers, <laughs> I think that, let me tell you my philosophy, is that uh, the, the main difference between a ranger and a fighter boy uh, is that one, rangers are sexier, and two, they don't trip as often. Is that correct? You know what? That, that is- just tells me you're tight, I Emily. Am, I am reading in the the manual now, and it does say, yeah, those exact words. Word for okay. word verbatim. <laughs> Turns yeah. out Emily actually mm. wrote the blurb about rangers in the, uh, it <laughs> the does, player's handbook. Okay, looking at it one more time, it is written in biro. That- <laughs> <laughs> because of this newfound definition that I've had the whole time mm-hmm. in my back pocket, yes. I would argue based on this knowledge and this knowledge alone Aragorn yes. is the one who deserves to be the ranger <laughs> else is a fighter thank you <laughs> you're great yeah thank you everybody uh, I love you you're great hang on, hang, on a, hang on a minute Like you say that Aragorn is less likely to fall over than Legolas no 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 she said sexy was a component in this I think that's yeah, the sexy overwhelming sexy was also a component I think that's the overwhelming yes, category right now sexy is a component but there's also trippability yeah. as a component as well Tri- the trippability I would argue Legolas would trip a lot faster than Aragorn personally Legolas I- trips but he catches himself really well yeah but then you don't trip yes no yeah. no yes you don't trip. excuse me professional klutz you do trip you just learn how to catch yourself to not hurt yourself as much that does not mean that your body did not come in contact it shouldn't have and it threw off your equilibrium that is a thing there's, there's like oh, I'm, I'm just remembering now it's sort of defeated my entire argument but i'm not as mad so here we go <laughs> there's a long shot in lord of the rings and i guess in the edit they thought we wouldn't notice but we did legolas clearly trips over he catches yeah. himself but Mm-hmm. It's an extreme long shot, and you see it's so, like off in the distance. I don't remember this, and I refuse to acknowledge this. <laughs> I just feel like Aragorn lands on his ass, and everyone's like, "Oh!" and he gives him that look, and they're like, "I mean, it was that was great. The thing you did, the thing you did on purpose. Well done." Okay, hello, welcome to Emily's debate corner. Uh, okay, I'm gonna amend my earlier. I'm gonna amend my earlier definition. Oh God, slightly. <laughs> So rangers don't aren't as clumsy and sexy, but also it's the cool kind of sexy, right? It's Come, not like as opposed to the uncool kind of sexy. Oh no, the nerdy sexy is very real. Excuse you. Oh yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? It's it's like the equivalent, like a fighter. If you needed gum in class, would probably give you I don't know <laughs> big red or double bubble, right? Not great. The cool guy. Am I supposed to know what brands those are? Five gum, you know? We'd be like, oh, this person's cool. What that is? You don't know five gum? Emily, I think you've lost all of us. Are you saying five gum? Yeah, five gum. It's a brand. It's a brand. The number five and then the word gum. What are you saying? It's the expensive gum. It's America. Stop questioning. Why y'all got expensive gum? It's gum, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it do say that. And it's like $2.30 for a pack of five. That's too much for gum. What? Is it magic? Five gum isn't my favorite, but it's definitely the coolest brand of gum. Do you make your titties rocking? Why is it good? Extra is the best. 
like the cool like uh, cleric would give you extra because extra actually works the best. Orbits is the wizard because it you think it's good and then it goes away. I have a whole branding with bubblegum and D&D characters. I need to know which one has Hubba Bubba. Druid. Hubba Bubba is double bubble, right? <laughs> is it? Aren't they the same uh, thing? They're similar. I would say Druid yeah. gives you Hubba Bubba. But Emily, I want a chart now of yeah. the classes and the type of gum and the explanation why instead of the typical like this character chart you know like the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. here's the alignment charts and i just need it uh, based off of the gum can you only gum okay i can do that i'll chew on it <laughs> you're welcome terrible but so <laughs> if five if five gum is expensive and that's what the rangers giving you what we're saying is that the rangers are bougie, bougie cool <laughs> yeah because aragorn does you know he has like a whole empire to inherit <laughs> you know like he just pretends to be a person of the people but at the same time he's like want to see my savings account i thought that's specific to aragorn though because he loved <laughs> yeah. the whole like leaving the ranger aspect of him behind to become the king they're very much two different parts of his life. Legolas is also the son of a king. I I want to so, like, I, I need to put that there. But no, I get so like I would I would say that rangers if we're really stereotyping here, rangers are the person who just exists lounging up against the wall and then will just like take a shot or just stab somebody oh. and then just be like, What's up? And they'll keep walking, versus a fighter will be like, duh, and wink at you and uh, walk away. And then a rogue, uh, somehow now you're out to dinner and you don't understand what happened. Yeah, no, but that sounded a bit like they drugged you at first. I don't, I don't fucks with that. We're <laughs> don't date rogues. Hello there, nerds, and welcome back to the middle of the podcast break chat with your host, Ismay. Hope that you're enjoying the episode on Rangers, baby. I love it. Ra- Look, I don't know if it's abundantly clear, but I fucking love Rangers, and I want other people to love Rangers as much as I do. So I hope that this episode makes you love Rangers just a little bit more. I'm going to get to the middle of the podcast break chat stuff so that you can get back to the episode on my favorite class. Is it my favorite class? Yeah, fuck it. I can say whatever I want. It's my favorite class, sure. I'll say it about a different class at a different time, but right now, here I am. It would really help us out if you followed Crit Chat on all of the social medias. The social medias includes Facebook, Twitter, our Discord, that you can find if you go into the description. The other places, like the Twitter and the Facebook, you can find if you search for Crit Chat in those places. It really helps us out if you follow these things, because then it shows us that you're out there. It also gives you updates for the episodes and a little behind-the-scenes stuff. So if you've got, like, say, any pictures that come from the episodes, or cool little, I don't know, say little music things that I do every so often based on things that the Crit Chatters say or do. I don't know, just as a for instance, nothing specific that I'm thinking about right now, but you might be able to find those there if such a thing were to exist. So again, go over to all of our social medias and give us a follow and that would really help us out. Thank you very much. Also, if you find people on these social media websites and apps that are looking for D&D advice, then maybe you should kick them over our way. Kickovers, that that sounds violent, but just tag us in their post and be like, hey, these people have some good advice and we can maybe help them out there or we can direct them to an episode that would be helpful to them. That really helps us out. It really gets the word out there. We're a word of mouth podcast. There's no other way that people will find out about us unless you tell them. So maybe you should tell them about us. Thank you in advance. If you've already told everyone in the world about us and like you're just like, oh, but I just, I, I need to be able to help these people more. Then good news. You can do that because capitalism is a problem. <laughs> 
you can go over to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash crit chat, all one word, uh, if you want to help us out in a money's way. Uh, for as little as a dollar a month, which isn't that much money, uh, it really helps us out if you can just kick that much our way. Uh, we have to keep the podcast going on all the platforms, and we can't do that without the monies. As much or as little as you can uh, afford, that's fine. Like, genuinely, even the smallest amount that you can afford really helps us out in the long run uh, so that I don't have to pay for all of the things myself. Again, that is at patreon.com forward slash crit chat. You get some behind the scenes, you get some little extras there, uh, depending on the levels that you go for. If you've forgotten all of those links, then you can go over to critchatpodcast.com and find all of them there. That links you to all of our social medias and like our YouTube, which shows our, some clips from the show uh, and all of the other things that you could possibly need. It also has some little blurbs from all of the crit chatters. If you want to know more about us, put some names to faces, faces to names, names and faces to dumb words that we've written about ourselves. Again, that is at critchatpodcast.com. I'll let you get back to the episode now. Uh, and, uh, I don't know, I don't, if, if you feel like it, maybe stick to, to the end, maybe past the, uh, end song. I don't know, just if, if you feel like it, but for no reason, really. Yeah, I, I, I very much agree with the kind of, like, the ranges are kind of, not really misclassed, but they're just kind of a question mark that people are like, you don't really know what to do with them. But I've always found that they're a weird kind of mix between mm-hmm. a very combat-heavy class and also, weirdly, a support class, especially mm. for mm-hmm. campaigns where you are traveling a lot. And, you know, it, they did a lot of good things for traveling in that when Revised Ranger, which is the one I, again, go I off. hate the Revised Ranger. I love the Revised Ranger, and here is for why. <laughs> I mean, like, so, well, for for the Revised Ranger, um, so <laughs> some of the differences, when you get Natural Explorer in the normal Ranger class, you choose, like, a terrain, uh, whereas I like the Natural Explorer in the Revised mm-hmm. Ranger because it's, like, it's everywhere because, you know, you're a Ranger. You travel a lot. You know where things are. And it does a lot of good passive things for that. Um, yeah. Like, the, the best one being the difficult terrain doesn't slow the group's travel at all, which is good for a lot lot of bullshit that your dm can throw at you you also can't really normally become lost except by magical means which is good because you're just like we're gonna get there heck off <laughs> and like yeah i had a thought good. and yeah. i think it might go in with your point <laughs> which is that i wonder if one of the reasons why ranger gets so viewed as essentially boring that it's the most I ever see a ranger get used for its actual use is hi we're going through the woods okay the ranger makes sure mm. we don't we don't get lost but we don't ever see um, rangers getting used for scouting missions they might they might have like I'm gonna go off and hunt okay great like but that's getting closer to it but that's the most I've ever seen or I've ever seen played is that the ranger still mm. has to stay really close to the party instead of actually getting utilized as a solo wanderer character who can say, I'm going to scout ahead this morning before everyone's up, come back, give us the lowdown, and, and now we all go together. And that's one of the issues of rangers as part of a tabletop RPG as a part as opposed to some other sort of narrative you might read in a book or watch on TV where yeah. you have to play this game together. Yeah. If you're going to do a solo mission, you kind of... Everybody else at the table has to agree that, okay, now t- now it's Tim's turn, mm-hmm. you know, for the yeah, next yeah. half an hour or whatever. Tim's the one playing the game, mm-hmm. um, which some groups are willing to do, but most aren't. And so a character whose archetype is kind of like a lone traveler is 
kind of on rocky territory. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It could also be used as like if the DM says, hey, you're going to do a scouting mission this morning. Roll me a stealth. Roll me a survival. Roll me a perception. Here's oh, yeah. how far you got. Here's what you found. You came back safely. They might not do as much damage, but hey, hmm. if they didn't, hadn't gone out on that mission that morning, we wouldn't have known that these ruins were here. We wouldn't have known to avoid these bandits. And so I think there's a way to do it where you still include them without it taking up 30 minutes or you could also, again, depending on your party, say, hey, they're going on a solo mission. What of are you course, guys doing yeah. at camp? And split yeah. back and forth. I think one of the other issues, too, is in a lot of games, travel is skipped over. Yeah. You know, we just sort of go on a montage or we just say, yep. and now they arrived. At which point, the ranger who's all about travel, they don't get the moment to shine. Because a lot of the ranger's features facilitates ease of travel. And if there was never any difficulty in traveling, well, then the ranger never got to do the thing they're supposed to be good at. And so that's one of the things I didn't like about the revised ranger is it's a fix for problems that aren't an issue on the class's end or an issue on the dungeon master's end. Ooh, idea. I've heard of people trying to do like a party of all bards. Mm. But what if you did a doesn't necessarily have to be militarized, but maybe it could be a group of scouting rangers, and this is their party, and what they do is go together and spread out. And so there's a lot of, like, each person taking their turn, but each turn's, like, a couple of minutes, but they are... Um, or a messenger guild or something like that where your party is of rangers, but your party's not more mm. than, say, three people. And so the three of you are tasked to take this message or deliver this item or s- survey this area. And so your skills can get utilized in a campaign that's story that they're actively helping. So travel's going to be a big thing exactly. for them. Being in the woods or out on the wilderness is going to be a big thing. Meeting a lot of hermits on the way. Dealing with a lot of bandits, maybe scouting out and literally surveying new territory could be a thing. Honestly, I feel like a lot of campaigns could benefit greatly from all the players picking the same kind of style of character. Not necessarily the same class, but if you're doing a war Mm -hmm. campaign, everybody pick martial characters. If we're doing like, as you said before, a traveling Mm -hmm. campaign, pick druids and rangers and scout rogues, you know, like. And then they can multi-class into filling up the different group roles while still having a fundamental, this is our direction. Or even not, because 5th edition is balanced around the idea that you don't need a balanced party. Because each class is independent enough that it really stands on the line. Suggest- I, mean, well, oh, I, I was just gonna say and then as the dm you can make that adventure go hard into that particular theme and idea mm-hmm. yeah i need to know emily's idea <laughs> like she got like i saw an idea form in her face like five minutes ago and i was like there's something there's a storm of brewing there's a storm of brewing while caillou and i had this conversation ismay was just analyzing oh, yeah. emily as emily's about I to just burst look at emily. i can't take my eyes off of her <laughs> What a coincidence, because I can't take my eyes off of me either. Uh, And Ismay. Because I am Ismay this episode. (laughs) So I can't take my eyes off. So Ismay looking at you, she's looking in a mirror. But Emily, what what's your idea? I have two ideas. The first one is uh, I I know that there's a lot of like issues with rangers. Uh, My best bit of advice would be don't use them. (laughs) (laughs) I've like plenty of campaigns about rangers. Being like, here's the good things about rangers. Let's bring this to light. And you're like, nah, let's not use them. Okay, whatever. Fix anything before you have a problem. It's just ignore it, and then it goes away, right? Anyway. But my second solution would be, it kind of goes for every class. Like, every class 
is either going to shine or not shine if you don't look at what they're good at. As me, never had this problem with Rangers. <laughs> because you never played before. Like, no, that's not why. It's just a matter of looking at what characters are good at. I mean, if, if you have fighters mm-hmm. in your campaign and you're, you don't do a lot of fighting, then of course the fighter isn't going to be very useful. Mm-hmm. With anything that you're, when you're trying to tell a story, the best things to look at are what are, like, classic all have weaknesses and they all have strengths learning mm-hmm. how to play with those like a ranger rangers and rogues in my brain are fairly similar like a ranger is if a rogue and a fighter had a baby and that's what i imagine a ranger is i feel like in a lot of ways rogues live I in the city that. and rangers live in the forest but they're kind of two yeah. sides of the same coin so when when i would think if, if ever i had the misfortune of having a player who wanted to play a <laughs> ranger right I would think, okay, well, what what is a ranger? What are their weaknesses? What are they trying to overcome? Usually, it's that they probably like being solitary and taking care of things on their own, probably have daddy issues. So I'm going <laughs> to throw daddies in there. And I'm also going to make them have to be less selfish about how they solve problems. Emily. Like, <laughs> throw daddies in there. I need to remind you that one of my favorite characters I ever played <laughs> was a ranger. And everything you just fucking said was I way too on point. I love it. Do it. <laughs> Was way too accurate. No, I don't appreciate being actively called out like that. I stopped listening after throw daddies in there because I'm just on board. I don't care what came after that, honey. <laughs> you just gotta throw those elements at them. Like it's not always that your ranger has to go out and scout beforehand. It would be a fun idea to be like, okay, if I have a ranger in my party, I'll make it so they have like a special skill where at the end of a long rest they get like advantage or something over seeing how their environment is like that would make sense to me but it doesn't always have to be that it could always just be like throwing in different little i don't know what the real word is for it but like Mm -hmm. throwing in little mini games to your campaign that they can contribute to or throwing in different quandaries that they can escalate with we are rapidly rapidly running out of time and we are on a class episode so we really fast need to do who in the real world would be a ranger who in the real world would be a ranger steve Yes. Yes. He does have the sex appeal and the coolness. And he trips over, apparently, I guess. He trips over a little bit, you know? (laughs) Emily, Emily, I did not need to see Steve Irwin in the light of a sex appeal. How can't you look at those (laughs) yummy uh, tan (gasps) khaki shorts and not. Don't like yummy. Don't like putting yummy. I get it, Terry. I get it. Yummy shorts? I get why you haven't found another man who could ever fill those shorts like he had. 100%. No one. Oh, I don't, I feel like if anyone has other ones, you can say them, but that that's the correct answer. I didn't know that these had correct answers, but that was the correct answer. Sorry, Owen Piper's dad. Fuck, I nearly forgot. Owen Piper's dad, yeah, obviously a ranger. Yes, obviously a ranger. Because um, one, one of the classic uh, ranger ones that people love is the, uh, the Beastmaster. So you get like anyone, anyone that has like an animal mm-hmm. companion and things got good. <gasps> good oh my god, abilities. I did play a ranger once. Emily Kuklinski. I did once. I Emily did. Kuklinski. <laughs> You can't, Emily Kuklinski, we are 53 (laughs) minutes into recording in an episode you'd be like, I've never encountered a ranger in my whole Earth existence. I forgot about Beastmaster. Emily 
Kuklinski. I still have a whole. <laughs> it was a very long time ago. Oh, it must have been a one shot. Okay. So like that's acceptable. Okay, if it's a uh, one shot, that's acceptable. I was seeing a world in which you'd played this for years, and it was like, oh yeah, that yeah. was a ranger. Huh? Like, no, you just said Beastmaster, and it okay. unlocked Emily, a deep memory. Quickly. Okay, while oh. Emily regains her composure, I want to throw out my older sibling Nicole, who would roam the woods near our house who is very, very, very sneaky, who is very, very, very good with armed and unarmed combat, is literally oh. a black belt in Taekwondo, and has daggers hanging up in their house, and it's amazing. I, I do have one yeah. thing I wanted to mention before, um, specifically oh, yeah. about the Beastmaster Ranger, because as much as we're talking about how the Ranger isn't necessarily mm-hmm. that weak, <laughs> the Beastmaster Ranger isn't great. And I've got two main strategies as a DM that you can, like, help out a player who wants to play Beastmaster Ranger. First one is mm-hmm. when the beast drops to zero hit points, get, let, let it have death saves. Does it not? It doesn't. Well, so normally death saves are reserved for player characters and important NPCs. I'm pretty sure the Beastmaster's animal companion is an important yeah. NPC. It's an important yeah, NPC, important let's be real. Yeah. So it should get yeah. death saves. The yeah. second one actually changes the rules, and that is let the beast attack as a bonus action instead of taking up one of the yeah. ranger's attacks. Just because yeah. it feels bad to make use of your animal but to detract from yourself for the animal to probably do less that damage rangers a lot of the time like they the rangers kind of need their bonus actions anyway yeah so it's not that overpowered because you're taking away from their bonus action in the action economy which they would be doing for other things as well like zephyr strike or casting hunter's mark and that kind of stuff yeah so yeah that's that's that yeah the uh, the idea that it takes up your action to make your animal companion do a thing is just because it's not gonna be as good as you're gonna be after a certain point so like let make, no. make them actually useful and not just a thing that's gonna be there I mean given that mm-hmm. given that Hunter's Mark is for most players an assumed spell and you can't get that on your base mask on your, on your animal companion but you can get it on yourself you probably yeah. want to attack with yourself the other thing I would say is read the description again people keep saying that the animal doesn't doesn't scale as you level up it does please read it again it does please be good at that <laughs> Don't nerf yeah, your animals, please. Your animal gets more hit points in its attack to hits and damages do go up. Wait, so people are playing like, Beastmaster Rangers with animal companions that are, like, staying at, what, like, 13, 14 hit points, yep. and once they're dead, they're dead? Horrifying. A horrifying and to be thing fair, to do. The way that the way it's worded in the rules is pretty shocking. It's just a block of text. There's no paragraphs or dot marks or anything, but still, yeah. yeah. But yeah, we are going to have to wrap up there, so we're going to do the other the stuff that we do to make the podcast end. Emily Kuklinski, do you have any plugs? Uh, I play a Sorry What'd You Say on Ismay's podcast uh, Half Damage, and it's really good and you should listen to it. It's our podcast. <laughs> we It's hard for us to record right now, because uh, everyone's times are all hecked up, but we'll get back to it at some point. That's a promise. Yeah, you can find Half Damage wherever you find your podcasts from. Wherever you found this one, it's probably going to be there. Hopefully. If not, I'm going to have to have words with people. Next up, Heather, do you have any plugs? Uh, I sure do. Hey, I am a transcriber for a little podcast called Books That Burn. So Books That Burn is a podcast uh, where Nicole and Robin, my older 
wonderful siblings, Nicole the Ranger, Robin the Wizard, discuss fictional depictions of trauma from the perspective that the author is the only one with agency. And you can find the podcast and transcripts, book reviews, as well as all of the social media through the link uh, at Linktree, which is linktr.ee forward slash books that burn. And then if you want to find me personal, I forgot I had a Twitter. So you can find me at MamaDragon20 on Twitter, as well as then on Instagram, you can find my cats at my minion eclipse and then at mama dragon s underscore den that's what i got for you guys and caillou what you got uh you can find me on some other podcasts they're all part of the sinister parent podcast company network i'm on a smattering of those shows uh shows like good idea shattered worlds and some other ones that are there that i'm not on such as straight off the top of my headlines and yeah you can go check that out at the sinister parent company podcast network uh for me you can find me everywhere at a teacup gamer you can find me on like t- t- twitter and instagram and the other thing that i'm on now tiktok go on my tiktok please like my tiktok i do like your tiktok <laughs> at a teacup gamer but mostly find me at Twitch. I'm on twitch.tv forward slash ATCupGamer uh, and I stream most every day. I'm currently, what am I playing right now? Oh, I'm playing Sherlock Holmes' Devil's Daughter and trying to do Ooh. clues and stuff and be big smart brain, even though big dumb baby brain boy. So, <laughs> be, big nose think only cute, but I'm trying my best. So, come Not join. have a big smart brain. Don't got big brain. You need to be the big brain. Cat won't refuse uh but yeah if you want to yeah find me at twitch.tv forward slash atcupgamer to check out all my garbage uh if you want to find crit chat you can find us on all the podcast apps and on itunes please go and rate us on itunes leave a five-star review for this five stars show and find us on all the podcast apps every other saturday until then i have been ismay i've been emily i've been heather and i've been kai and you've been listening to crit chat see you later nerds Ismay, I'm so sorry. I accidentally dropped something and there have been airplanes all day. Anyway, I'm I'm sorry I didn't have much to contribute to the podcast today, but instead I would like to compose you a quick song about rangers, if that's okay. Rangers are dangerous. They have knives and arrows. And if you're not lucky, they'll seduce your heart. Cause they're sexy. They're sexy and cool like five gum. They're five gum ranger men and they like, it's not always men, but rangers are rangers and they they love you so much. And Ismay played one and that was really cool. And that is my song. Maybe play rangers, maybe don't. Wizards are better.